0: hi everyone robbie here i'm excited to announce my debut horror novel conquest is out and available now both in ebook and physical format here's a short description tensions are running high in the small mountain town of conquest idaho newly elected sheriff heather hill is on one side toxic and corrupt mayor j.h beater on the other a standoff in a culture of war with the wildfire approaching, battle lines begin to form. As the Cold War heats up, Heather and J.H. are at each other's throats. But they have more to worry about than the fire. The pack has arrived in Conquest. Around his gang of bestial shapeshifters, they are hungry and eager to show their dominance. Conquest makes a perfect target. Now Heather, J.H., and the people of Conquest must fight for survival as blood and ash fill the streets. It's a great book for fans of Stephen King or bloody werewolf stories, and I encourage any fans of horror to check it out. The link to purchase it is in the show notes or can be found on my website, RobbieDorman.com. I've worked very hard on it, and I'd love for you to check it out. everybody this is the simpson show i'm robbie with my co-host matt and we are here to talk about the simpsons from the beginning matt how are you
1: i'm fantastic which is more than i can say for this garbage episode i was not expecting you i yeah this guys buckle up okay oh boy
0: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> buckle up. why 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 is that all right all right let's get we'll started save, save
0: okay. it we are brought to you by support on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the Simpsons show for only tosh month getting access to all of our bonus content we have some people to thank
1: matthew oh thank goodness i'm so sorry we're thanking you on this terrible episode <laughs> uh Dwayne Daly, thank you Dwayne. thank you Dwayne. and adrian wickland thank you adrian adrian you rock
0: on this week's episode, it is "Tennis the Menace," episode CABF07, originally aired fe- February 11th, 2001. Written by Ian Maxtone Graham, directed by Jen Cameron. It originally received a 8.2 rating, which is approximately 8 million, 8 million households, but I think it's like 17 million people, whatever how Nielsen calculates all that garbage. Uh, episode tied the X Files episode of Medusa for the 31st place in the ratings for that week. The episode was the fourth highest rated broadcast on Fox that week, following Temptation Island, *Allie McBeal,
1: and Boston Public. Boston Public. I forgot about that show. Wow. Was that a lawyer? That was a lawyer show, too, right? Of course. Everything. these days is, is cops, lawyers, and
0: firefighters. That's all you get. What about the one show? There's one show that's like, isn't it everyone? It's like cops, firefighters, and hospitals. It's like all you know, in I one. You think you're
1: right. I think there is one that's like that. It has
0: somebody in it that i know from something i've <laughs> That's somebody i don't somebody from something i it? don't watch any of those shows i've just not i don't care uh the chalkboard gag i will not publish the principal's credit report <laughs> i can't imagine skinner's credit is bad
1: i can't either but you know you don't want that stuff public i mean it probably at least at the very least has his uh uh to, to credit card number on or not credit Social security number on it which you don't want that getting out
0: i the only reason i could think that skinner would have a bad credit is that he doesn't he's never had a
1: credit card that's possibly true he has to use his mom's
0: yeah <laughs> he doesn't have a he doesn't have credit he has his mother's credit uh the couch gag the living room is an ice skating rink and all the 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 family skates in homer collapses into the ice it's, it's nice hey that. matt best part of the episode no. Oh, by far, by far. My favorite this is my favorite thing that happens in this episode is Homer's little scream as he collapse, falls into the ice. Uh, this episode, guest stars Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras, Serena, Serena and Venus
1: Williams, all tennis players. All Which great, all
0: all time great tennis players, I should say. They're all oh, that's true. The I mean, that's, that's ever.
1: basically what we're talking about here is why we have this episode, because they wanted to throw some tennis people in here. I don't know what
0: came first like they talk about oh they had an idea for tennis and then maybe they're like oh we have a tennis episode we can get some tennis people to be guest stars uh they all barely do Serena and Venus get more to do um they still only get a lot it's mostly just talking about how Homer is bad um but Pete, Andre and Pete don't do anything they might as well have been nobody like you do, yeah the, they, the three lines they, maybe. Do, they do nothing uh oh my god this episode as uh, a reason, man, I I thought about it. I realized why I, I completely forgot this episode. I was trying to save myself harm. You were like brain. You don't need this. Yeah, it just dismissed it out of hand because it, it remembered how terrible it was. It just went flushed it away, and now I've revisited it and reminded myself. So we start with a gag about Homer in the shower and Bart burning him by playing with water taps, making Homer sing songs. Uh, By his
1: screams, which, uh, you know, scream singing is totally a thing.
0: uh, Yeah, it's it's it it is a intro to a first act that is completely disconnected from the rest of the episode. Not even not even tangentially connected, not even there's nothing this like to the point where you're like, why in the hell does this have anything to do with it? And why is it here? So they 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 have this. We get the shower gag. We get the family going to a retirement home talent show. Uh, okay, Matt, ha, can name anything that they do in this talent show. Uh, someone is spinning plates. Except someone they're de- is singing except, badly. Except they're dentures. There's Abe is singing. What's new, Pussycat? Except he's in pain. We have a bad stand-up comedian talking about dialys- dialysis. Be- That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, it's not funny. I don't. The, the, the this episode is dead. It it is. It feels. It just is. There's just nothing in this. Nothing funny. It feel. It feels like they purposefully tried to make a bad episode. It does feel like that, and that's not good because I assume they weren't trying to do that. Um, Abe wins the show because he's the last one to go. Uh, and he wins a free autopsy. Get it? Because he's almost, he's old. He's almost dead. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that, isn't that, that's the type of jokes you can a- as expect in this episode. A bunch of, hey, isn't that the simplest, dumbest, laziest joke? See, there's a scene later on that, and we'll all hear it, uh, where Krusty does warm up at the tennis match. Mm-hmm. And he does bad jokes and no one laughs. Right. And then he. And then he himself goes. Oh, I save the good material for you know for for shows that get paid. The problem is his jokes that he tells at that tennis match no better than any of the jokes in this
1: episode. Not not a single one. It's it's just you know they're all yeah. just hacky hacky garbage. Like the Simpsons are clever
0: and smart. That's what their hallmark is, and it's just hacky. Th- Fifth rate, sna- like I was telling better jokes when I was ten years old, uh. and I'm not funny. I'm not. I don't consider myself a comedian. And I'm, I, uh, oh. so Abe wins the show, wins a free autopsy. They go directly to the funeral director. What's what we want to? Hey, Matt, you know what a thing that happens a lot in the Scully years it seems. What's that? We get a salesman type guy trying to hard sell the Simpsons on something what and that's the joke that doesn't isn't sound it right. funny look so they go to the funeral home and yeah the funeral funeral home racket there is it's certainly there people get overcharged for funerals uh all the time i think there'd be a smarter way to do it uh th- it, this is i will say this this is probably the best part of the episode aside from the couch gag unfortunately it's not saying a lot but it is better than the rest um We get the funeral director trying to upcharge, upsell them on a lot of fancy funeral things. Bart gets trapped in a coffin. uh, Where there's a camera so you can watch him panic. Yes. You know what's funny to me, Matt? Uh, Watching someone struggle for their lives? Watching someone terrified that they're going to die. Isn't that hilarious? So hilarious. Just so hilarious. So funny. Um, Eventually, they get to the point where... They, they they learn that the funeral they, the funeral they want is going to cost seventeen thousand dollars, which isn't actually out of the out of you know crazy to,
1: to for an actual funeral. That's no that, no that's that's about what they would cost. That's true, but uh, you know, haha, funny. It costs a lot of money. I know mean, it's that's like it's the simplest. There are no layers, zero layers to any of this. So um,
0: we we learn uh, the. The Basically
1: It's okay Just just breathe, you can get through this It makes me so angry
0: So we learn that, oh yeah, the options are You have to pay $17,000 for a funeral Um, Homer uh, Takes a second option This is the deluxe area The caskets are buried in unused virgin graves The monuments are completely
2: self-cleaning And there is an optional Weeping widow service here please whoa whoa this is getting kind of pricey sir what lies beyond this life is a mystery but we do know for sure that god prefers people who travel in style hear that if you cheapskate me into hell i'll haunt you good imagine this when you're sitting on the john Okay. okay with mole insurance your total comes to $17,000. $17,000. What? Oh! Or you could just toss him in the woods and let the wolves carry him off. It's really up to you. Mr. Salesman? Yes? Yeah. We're going to go with the wolves. <laughs> Beat <Feed> it! <laughs> Dad, I love you this much, but that's just under $900. I wish I could go $17,000, but... Hmm? Hmm? Sir, if I may, think of it as an investment in extravagance. The Mazo Palooza can be seen from space. It
0: will consume as much cement as a regulation-sized tennis court. And Matt. I Matt... Wait, 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 yeah, I, I stopped the clip right there, Matt. We're going to hear the rest of it in just a second, but I just wanted to stop we have it right to. There. We do, Matt. I, we have to... I, We're going to... We made a solemn promise. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> to deeply explore every episode of The Simpsons, and that's what we're doing. Oh god, why did we do that? Past self, don't do it. So okay, man, I'm going to I I just do a thought experiment right here, okay? Okay. You've seen this episode up to this point. First time fresh. What do you right. think that, what do you think the episode's going to be about?
1: Uh something involving grandpa uh being mad about uh not getting a grave or anything like that. Something along those lines.
0: Now, yeah, I, I would imagine that it's either like, oh, Homer trying to carve up the money. To prove that he loves his his father, or 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 just spiraling into an Abe Homer rivalry episode of some sort, mm-hmm. that would what a normal sane person would have done with this episode, Correct. given this first act. Instead, we get a swerve for no reason. They make a te- they build a tennis court in their backyard. Tennis court, eh?
2: Oh, I can't believe we went through all that just to wind up with a tennis court. i bet you didn't see that coming. You don't care what happens to me when I die. Of course I do, Dad. Oh. And if it were up to me, you wouldn't die at all. But try telling that to Killie McGee up there. Hey, what on earth are you doing? Practicing tennis. That's tennis? Oh, and what's the one where the chicks wail on each other? Foxy boxing? Yes! That's what I wanted! No! Oh.
1: <laughs> yep. That's that's what we wanted, Robbie. We wanted foxy boxing. Is that right? <sighs> this is not... It gets worse. <laughs> somehow. Somehow it gets worse. <laughs> this episode gets worse. But I... This is terrible, Matt. This is terrible. Okay, so... It's this transition that really gets me. Like this episode, I'm trying to figure out what's the point of it. What is the story we're trying to there, tell here? There is because, no
0: – there is none. There's nothing.
1: I know. I get that. I'm just – that's – I'm trying to explain to our listeners. <laughs> okay. That's right. why we're having such a problem with this is because there's no reason for this episode. To exist. Nothing important happens. And I swear this transition from grandpa's autopsy coupon to a tennis court just – nothing, makes no sense whatsoever. I just, it hurts to think about. Sorry, I, go I'm
0: going to read this verbatim, Matt, from the Wikipedia entry, sourcing the DVD commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh track on this, from the DVD in this episode. However, Scully liked the fact that the staff included a comment in the episode on its, quote-unquote, screw you beginning by having Homer say, I bet you didn't see that coming to the viewers when he decides to get the tennis court. Mm-hmm mm mm-hmm. why on earth are you purposely trying to anger your audience is it fun to i guess it is i guess that's what it is it's fun to make the viewer mad for making for by per like i said it feels like they purposely made a bad episode that's proof that this like this is terrible in many ways not just like hey we are purposely like uh Obscuring what this episode is trying to do, we are also ignoring everything that happened in the preceding five minutes of this episode because tennis courts cost way more than nine hundred
1: dollars. Well, he said, uh, I think it's about five thousand dollars.
0: Where did that because, money
1: come from? Okay, do well, we that's care? The right <sighs> no, no. Uh, God, I, I d- hope we
0: don't. I don't care. I don't really care. It's just why. <clears throat> Oh, it makes me so mad. Please don't break anything. This might be the... Matt, I don't know. I have not... I was screaming as I watched this thing. I was screaming at the screen over and over and over again. I can see that. So, inexplicably, we have a tennis court. And we
1: go to commercial. Six minutes and 33 seconds into the episode. Uh So, uh, when we come back, the Simpsons, Marge and Homer, decide that now that they have a tennis court, they're classy people and need to comport themselves as such. So they invite people over to use their tennis court. Lenny and Carl are the first one. Uh, they, you know, go back and forth. They have a good time. There's a wonderful array of snacks, uh, which there's a good joke about Carl asking, hey, you know, uh, do we pay you now or later? And then Lenny, you know, kicks him and says, oh, they send you a bill. And there's there's a, a, a decent joke about, hey, that's how you learn is by asking things. Okay. Moving along, simple joke about tennis courts and, and etiquette, and that, that's fine. Next up, we have Kent Brockman and Stephanie the Weather Girl, uh, who Homer and Marge are very excited about being there. Uh, Kent Brockman is being fed lines uh, through an earpiece uh, and some awful joke about being an Iraqi, which at this point, this is what, 2001? Is this Find this, out, Robbie. This is, yeah, this is prior to 9 11
0: and prior to the war on terror and Iraq. Yeah, exactly.
1: So. You're just saying that uh, because he's a Iraqi, uh, Homer says it because he's a Iraqi, he hates him. And he has to get out. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Terrible, terrible joke. But, you know, that makes up for the halfway decent one that came before. <laughs> <laughs> you evened out. Good job. Yeah, exactly. Next up, yeah. Uh, the, the cops show up. Something big is going down. It's that they want to play tennis. Wow, we're really milking this tennis thing really hard. Um, so even Mr. Burns stops by uh, to play tennis. Uh, they just apparently, Mr. Burns converted his tennis court into a human chessboard. And we get jokes in and out about all this. And none of them are that good, but they're, they're okay. Uh, but then uh, when Marge goes to the store the next day, she realizes that people are talking about them behind their backs.
2: Hey, Chief, we're going to bust up that crack house tonight. We did that last night. Yeah, but this time we got the right address. Are uh, you coming? Well, I'd love to, Lou, but uh, I'm playing tennis at the Simpsons again. Oh, Maggie, are your ears burning? The Simpsons? You mean the L.A. Clippers of backyard tennis? <laughs> yeah, they're easier to beat than a suspect in shackles. Pretty easy to beat a suspect in shackles, Chief. Well, that's the joke, Lou. It's on the Simpsons and their easy beatability. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I think they enjoy being humiliated
2: I don't know what's sadder about the Simpsons The fact that we mock them Or that they shall never know (gasps) Never, ever, ever Ever
1: (gasps) So yes, uh, at this point We get to see that the entire town Is treating the Simpsons as a laughing stock Because they are bad at tennis And I guess the big deal to Marge
0: (sighs) Okay, which reason are they playing tennis format? Why are they playing tennis? Yeah, why? Why do we build a tennis court in the backyard? Is it because they want to pal around with the rich and the rich people who are you know the classy, the upper class who love tennis? Is it because they want to be competitive? They want to be good at they want to at tennis together? Because that's what this clip is is alluding is like they're ashamed because they're bad at tennis, not that. Oh, well, it doesn't matter that they're bad. They really just want to have people over. Exactly.
1: Which, I, which, which, why? Tell me. Fantastic question, Robbie. I couldn't tell you because they don't explain it at all in the episode. We just move right along to, you know, getting this episode out the door to the point where we get to see celebrities. So anyway, uh, at, at this point, Marge goes to Homer and tells him, hey, you suck. Uh, everyone's <laughs> laughing at us because you're terrible. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Okay. I'm not wrong. (laughs) You're not. Uh, It's everyone.
0: I want to make this very clear as well, Matt, to to everyone listening. Every member of the family is awful to each other the entire time.
1: Yes. Everyone is is mean. Bart and Marge are kind of okay to each other, but that's about it. That's, that's as as best as best as I can go. Um, so anyway, uh, So the the Homer and March decide to practice to get better at tennis. Uh, Homer is still bad, uh, despite no matter how much he tries, Uh, which, you know, that fits with Homer. We know uh, Homer ends up killing somebody uh, with tennis balls because somehow he causes the the ball chucker to explode. This is one of those episodes, unlike our new episode for this week, where the Simpsons have tons of money for no particular reason. They don't have enough money for their father's funeral, but they have enough money for a tennis court and one of those machines that shoots balls at you. Isn't death fun? Isn't that hilarious? Rain yes. Apparently, they they do surgery outside and getting a tennis ball in your insides it causes immediate death somehow.
0: Which? Oh sure. my god! Oh my Look, god! Look, yeah. we're gonna push through. this we're gonna push through as hard as we can. Okay. Help! 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 Someone!
1: <laughs> Robbie, Robbie. <laughs> just Mute your mic. We'll get back to your lamentations <laughs> when it's your act again. Okay. Okay. So yes, uh, in response to Homer's lousiness, Homer enters into the, the tournament, figuring they've got a whole day to get better. Uh, Marge, of course, is upset by this, uh, because Homer is still bad. In fact, he's so bad. He actually rips his pants off and has to go inside and lie down. Luckily for Marge, uh, she has Bart in the house and Bart comes out to practice with her and turns out Bart's actually pretty good. Uh, he's, he's at least as good as Marge and they make a good pair. So, uh, the next day when, uh, Homer comes downstairs to, you know, get ready for the tournament, uh, Bart has some bad news for him.
2: Well, I'm ready for the big tournament. Hey there, son.
3: Oh, hi, Dad.
2: (laughs) With that little outfit on, everyone's going to think you're playing in the tournament.
3: I am playing in the tournament.
2: (laughs) It's going to be tough without a partner.
3: I've got a partner.
2: Well, good for you. Anyone I know?
3: Yeah, you know her. Oh, hello, Homer.
2: Good morning, partner.
3: There's something I should tell you.
2: The name of Bart's partner, I'm all ears.
3: Well, actually, the name of Bart's partner is. um...
2: Yes, darling.
3: I'm Bart's partner.
2: No, 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 no. You're my partner.
3: Dude, I think the lady's made her decision. I'm sorry, homie. We'll talk about it later, okay?
2: No! (laughs) 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 Raiders!
0: i don't think they saw me
1: yeah that's 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 where we're what, at now
0: matt could you tell me what happens with that crashing noise the glass breaking what happened there
1: i believe homer threw something and it went through the rear window of the car
0: well, what was he throwing
1: you know i wasn't even watching uh pom-poms ripped off of marge's socks is what he threw i will i i'm gonna
0: say that's what they were they were pom-poms little puff balls little puffy pom-poms which is somehow
1: somehow
0: broke a window it's fine. Ultimately, that's fine, man. I just want to make that. I just every so often I feel the need to point out this the awful cartoonishness of this, uh, which only exaggerates the terrible plotting and non characters and the mean jokes and the seemingly purposeful adherence to incoherence. Um, wh- why does Homer care that Bart? His Marge's partner.
1: I think Homer is dealing with rejection here, that someone has rejected him for his lousiness, and Homer's ego cannot contain that. But he's not the one who cares about being good at tennis. Marge is. Well, yeah, but Homer has a very fragile ego, Robbie, and therefore, if he's replaced, he will just freak the hell out. So like that.
0: Why, why have they not... M- even like brought up that idea at all ever once yet in this episode why is there five minutes about them going to a funeral home why are they spending five minutes of them randomly piling around with people in the backyard with no point never once mentioning how marge love you know how you set this up you set it up you go homer You repeatedly have Homer talk about how much he loves playing tennis with Marge, how he thinks it's brought them closer together, how he doesn't care if they win or they lose. He just wants to play with his wife. He thinks he's enjoying spending time with her. That's how you do this. That is how you set up this, this, this plot of, oh, we make it about Homer feeling rejected. That is how you set it up.
1: You don't. Just, well, I mean, you. You would. If you, you were smart.
0: You don't just randomly do it at the end of the second act. <laughs> uh huh.
1: You're correct. Uh, I'm definitely not going to disagree with you in any way. Oh my god. Okay. So, <laughs> with the beginning of
0: Act Three, we were, we come back uh, to the family with Marge and Bart having returned from the tournament. Triumphant. Homer is upset.
3: I'm gonna put my trophy on the mantle. How about you? I was thinking mantle, too. Talk about being on the same wavelength.
2: Hello, Marge. Hello, Bart. How are the tennis partners?
3: Oh, Homie, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings.
2: Don't touch me. Your hands feel like salad tongs.
3: I just wanted to win for once. Please don't take it as a threat to
2: your manhood. <gasps> my manhood? I never thought of that. We were good,
3: Dad. They asked us to play in the Krusty Classic. It's for charity. It benefits victims of balcony
2: collapse.
3: We can wipe out BC in our lifetime.
2: I don't care about BC. I care about M.E. My enjoyment.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. <clears throat> M.E. Um, my enjoyment. <throat> so... I- We then
0: get a scene where Lisa is serving as a sort of uh, psychiatrist to Homer, where she tells him about Oedipus and Oedipal complexes.
1: Which is something every Simpsons episode needs.
0: (laughs) It's really honestly something like uh, what's the episode where in I think it's season one where Bart and Homer are playing the video game, the the boxing game. Which episode Mm -hmm. is that? That's a Lisa episode, right? But it's that's the subplot. Or March uh, episode,
1: yeah, isn't that uh, Moaning Lisa? Isn't that Moaning Lisa? Th- that subplot,
0: which takes up maybe five minutes <laughs> of that episode, <laughs> it better encapsulates the, the an Oedipal complex than this. This, is, of course, one uh, Freud and the Oedipal complexes and all that stuff has largely been parsed out of. Uh, not parsed out, but the. Uh, uh, passed through, passed out of, moved away. Most uh, most modern psychiatrists and psychologists don't actively, you know, apply Oedipal complexes to people. Right. Uh it's not really true as far as I know. But the, the Oedipus and Oedipal Complexes basically for anyone who doesn't know is about um wanting to replace your father, kill your father and marry your mother. Basically. Of course. Of course. And Homer is worried about that from Bart now. That's the plot now, Matt. Okay. It is no longer Homer's scared, sad about being rejected and and being not good at tennis or spending time with his wife. He is now actively worried his son is trying to murder him and replace him by marrying Marge. And we get that with a nightmare. Darling, You're so much handsomer
3: than my first husband. I may have the looks, but he's the trophy husband. (laughs) He thought that trip to the guillotine factory was just for fun, but it was the perfect place to shoot him. Uh, uh,
2: That's the guy. That's the guy from my dream. Go ahead and smile, smart guy. I'm gonna mop you up like turkey gravy.
3: me to be your doubles partner
2: absolutely sweetie
3: and you're not doing it out of spite
2: no of course not now aim for your mother's heart
3: dad i don't want to enter the tournament just to hurt mom
2: oh come on you've been gunning for queen bee ever since you buzzed into this hive now serve
0: what is happening what is happening
1: uh homer is trying to turn lisa against her mother obviously
0: Why is (sighs) Matt, what is going on? I uh What is going I can't I this this makes when you dish upon a star look like citizen Kane. This (laughs) is insane. Whoa,
1: Robbie, don't say
0: things you can't take back. This is insane. This episode, what is it is it about is it about them wanting to play th- to play tennis because they get to pal around with other people? Is it because Homer wants to be with Marge? Is it because they want to be the best at tennis? No now it's about Bart and Marge and having a rivalry with Homer and Lisa because Homer's bad at tennis, but then he thinks it's because of some weird that Bart has an edible complex. Like what? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Any of this? Why is this so? Why is there so much stuff here? Why this thing is messy and terrible, and it's not funny, and it's stupid, and it is incredible. It doesn't make any sense nothing there's nothing happening for any reason. It's just we don't explain why characters are doing certain things. They just do them. We don't. We don't have reasons that they're terrible to each other. They just are. Lisa, you don't have to. Lisa, literally, the only complaint Lisa has about what is going on is that lit- what we just heard. She says a sentence about, "Oh, I don't want to do this," and then immediately is like a killer. Yep. That's all it takes. Homer just has to say, "Come on," and Lisa goes, "All right,
1: that's okay, sure, it's fine. I'll, I'll do the best I can to destroy my family." Yeah, I, just because you said so.
0: I, yeah, I forgot I, my love for my 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 mother, especially. I mean, I you could make if you want to make a rivalry episode between you want to have a team of Bart. And Marge and Homer and Lisa, you set up a rivalry between Homer and Marge, and then you set up a rivalry between Bart and Lisa, and then they form they form sides of a factions. That is how you you don't you don't have Homer go to Lisa and say, "Come on," and she goes, "Okay." Oh my god.
1: It's okay, Robbie. It's okay. We'll be through this soon.
0: I I I Matt. I don't know. I don't know what this is i don't know how to feel about it i don't know how good this uh, how bad this i i feel like this this season has destroyed my internal barometer for what good and bad is i don't know how like i can tell you i can clearly see that nothing in this episode makes any kind of sense it's terrible i hate it but i don't i feel like i just exist here now this is i feel like there's no other place I'm that sounds just, about right. I'm just trapped in
1: this episode for eternity. Well, hopefully not this episode. Uh, but yeah, this the whole season is going to feel like this, unfortunately. <laughs> so we, we have to, to make it through next, next, uh, next season. It, it starts to get a little better. Have you forgot about the Screaming Pillar? I haven't, but
0: <laughs> more
1: episodes are good next
0: season. So, okay. So now there, there's, now there's another tennis tournament. Another tennis thing happening? Mm-hmm. Thriving tennis scene in Springfield. Of course. So they go, and they're going to f- play each other. And then we get Homer talking to the Williams sisters.
2: Hey, hey! What do you think, folks? I hope I don't get arrested for racket earring. <laughs> huh? Uh, what do you want? I'm not going to do A material for charity. And after all, that is why we're here. Well, look who's here. You two are going down. No, I'm not. You're going down. Did you hear that? She said we're going down.
3: All we can do is play our very best.
2: Oh, that's loser talk. <laughs> now I'd like to introduce two of the tennis world's most unbeatable players, Venus and Serena Williams. Unbeatable, eh? Coming through. Hey, hi, Otto. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: what are you doing? That's our dad's seat.
2: Hey, that's great. Listen, I need a new doubles partner. My little girl's a lead weight.
0: You're dumping your own daughter? Yeah,
2: but only to crush my wife and son.
0: That's horrible. Yeah, that's pretty low.
1: Hmm, you seem less disgusted. Let's go. Ah! you seem less disgusted so let's go that's that's what we're looking here for how can this how can they do this with a straight face how can these guest stars provide these voices and not think that's a little
0: strange they don't care man they're 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 given scripts by the writing staff they don't you know what are they gonna do they're gonna they're tennis players they're not gonna try and like no i need to fix this episode of the simpsons obviously they don't know what they're doing they're they're like they're in and out you know pete Andre andre agassi literally says yoink and says i'm andre agassi and that's all he says
1: yeah that's true i forgot they
0: brought in andre agassi to say the words yoink and i'm andre agassi yeah Homer yeah. and and like and Homer just spells it out coldly, like yeah, I dumped my little girl who literally we just had Lisa sell out her, her sell out her beliefs of, and her love for her mother and she's on a, off the team already to, to replace by Serena Williams and or no, Venus Williams excuse me Serena
1: goes to the other team and replaces Bart mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and, and hey, the, at least Marge says I'm sorry I'll make it up to you in Bottle Rocket at least there's something there.
0: But Homer is just yeah, I'm doing I like he it's the 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 episode and this 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 episode is has all the family members totally okay with the fact that they're destroying each other on trying to hurt each other on purpose. And I I can't I don't know how to fa- I don't know what I I don't understand the mindset where you think this is okay. We, this is how the Simpsons should be where we make the family callous monsters and then they casually wave it. This is why family, this is why I don't get attached to family guy. It's just people being mean. It's a family being mean to each other for 20 minutes. I don't want that. That's not what the Simpsons have ever been until Mike Scully shows up. (laughs) <laughs> and he decides suddenly no all the family not even and in this episode it's not just Homer it's all of them they are all totally okay with just like yeah we're gonna we're f- playing each other in tennis for no re. like why are they playing each other just, they don't care who's better it has nothing to do with who's better at tennis this is never like Marge is worried about that at one point and then it's about Homer being mad that he's been replaced how does beating them at tennis make that better? Wouldn't he want them to stop playing tennis? Wouldn't he want to take that from them? Wouldn't that make more sense if you want an actual plot where Homer is angry because he's been rejected? He wants to hurt them. He, you don't hurt them by beating them. You hurt them by taking away their partnership. That, you would, you would, it, none of this is, there's no plot. Like, normally, you could say there's some sort of plot in some of these episodes. There's nothing here. It's just scene to scene, no connection. Like, Family Guy has more plot, at least. This is nothing. This is so bad. And it's so frustrating. This makes me so angry that you're given this. You are given the best show that's ever, that's ever existed. You are, you are the next steward of this show. And I'll say it again, this is why people stopped watching The Simpsons.
1: Yep, because – okay, this, you're not wrong. You're, you're exactly right because people stopped watching The Simpsons because this show was one thing and they gave it to my skull and he turned it into something completely different. More akin to a Saturday morning cartoon show than what the you know, deep, you know, heartfelt thing was before. And I mean, if they had moved it to Saturday morning, okay, fine. It's a different show now. Call it something else, whatever. But I don't know. It's it's not there's nothing. There's
0: nothing good about this episode. There is nothing funny enough to justify it. There's no character in it. There's maybe three good jokes that are immediately immediately ruined by bad jokes that are like they you are bombarded with. There's nothing. There's no complex layers of humor here. There's no subversion. At at one point, it's purposely subverts being a good episode. It purposefully it purposely swerves away from a plot that it is going towards, and and goes to another thing, a a, a vaguely tennis thing. I do have some good news for you, Matt. Though, what's that? At at a certain point, this episode ends.
2: Yay! Thank goodness. Serena or Venus?
3: You're Andre. I'm Serena.
2: (laughs) You're a girl. Why don't we stop this nonsense? I'm not mad anymore.
3: Me neither. I'm just enjoying some world-class tennis.
2: You know, there's a lesson here for all of us. It's better to watch stuff than to do stuff.
3: Amen.
2: After the tournament,
3: let's go out for a nice
2: family dinner. (laughs) Courtesy of
0: Pete Sampras. Sorry. (laughs) Sucker. Um... At a certain point, they're all replaced by the professional players uh, now that they're playing each other, which is something I'd actually want to watch. I'd watch a team yeah. <laughs> of Serena and Pete and Andre and Venus uh, play each other. That'd be that'd be entertaining because that'd be yeah. good. Um, I do want to note that this episode ends with in this heartfelt moment. It ends with
1: Homer stealing money from Pete Sampras. Well, of course. I mean, it's Homer. He's going to steal things.
0: Th- that's not I don't i can't they were paid to make people were paid well to make this episode Matt, these are professional writers professional comedy writers ostensibly
1: all right who were able to make this episode with what i have to imagine is very little effort and they said hey i'm gonna make the same whether this episode's good or bad they said that he he ian maxton graham
0: took a tour of a funeral home or of a cemetery to write the initial the first act what a waste of a visit why i didn't you don't need to i don't why what there's nothing this thing is not and i i don't i don't i can't anymore this is terrible this is miserable never watch this episode this should be stricken from the records this should be destroyed
1: i mean that's the case of most of season twelve.
0: I, you know, you say that Matt, there are certain episodes and certain parts of episodes where I think they are it. It keeps it made It it makes it worth it to keep the episode around because there's a thing in there that I can pick out. There's nothing in this that is worth it. There's nothing. There's no good ideas. There's no charm. There's no character. It's just it's vile callousness bathed in in our the show that I love.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. We'll rank it at the end of the show. Ooh boy, this is gonna be fun.
1: Um, Hey, Matt, is this episode broken? Uh, no, it's just bad. I disagree. See, your definition of broken seems to change by the week, but I'll go with you. I, I just don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I always, I, I think I said last time, I think it's a gut thing for me it's not, i don't have like a set set of rules where i go oh it, this it didn't do this it didn't do that so it's broken it goes i i think i go by my gut and
1: the thing this is it's incoherent well yeah i mean it makes no sense at all about, like what is the point of this episode we've been over this before like this episode there's there's no reason to ever do it so i mean if 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 you see this episode is broken that generally indicates that we have a way to fix it and we don't because there's no way for this to exist Yeah. <laughs> We can do
0: it. We can rebuild it.
2: No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's
0: see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Ah. We have the technology. With the technology, we have the will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm the largest, the larger part of this episode is about, is, lar- is, has the general, I- the general idea of tennis. So I'm going to go with tennis. We're making a tennis episode. Okay. Okay. And I I you can still do pair off and doubles the family, Marge and, and and Bart, Homer and Lisa. And you do it exactly the way I said. I said they get a tennis court. Um I'm going to here. I'm going to make it nice and wholesome. Homer notices that Marge is suddenly very interested in tennis. She's watching a lot of it. And she maybe even is thinking about getting a tennis racket and going down to a local court somewhere. And maybe she starts doing that. And Homer starts missing her because she's not around anymore. And he's used to her being around. So he scrounges the money up. Maybe he even like gets a loan, like he does something, you know,
1: stupid to get money. Yeah. That's, that's a Homer thing. I was gonna say, uh, Homer gets himself hit by Mr. Burns's car and extorts money out of him to make a, a, you know, a match. That would be a Scully thing. Or it goes to Fat Tony, whatever, gets enough money and gets a tennis court. And,
0: and then he starts playing with Marge, and he's really enjoying it. He's terrible. He's terrible at tennis. And, and like, you can still have the scenes where people come over and visit and play tennis with him. And he's terrible, so they lose. And you have to, I think, emphasize that fact. And also emphasize the fact that Homer is enjoying spending time with Marge playing tennis and realizes he was missing her. Um, And he doesn't like the fact that he's bad at tennis, but he just can't help it. He's just not good at it. And Marge is decent. And... I think you start and you show Marge kind of being upset. You still have Marge even overhear people talking about how they're terrible at tennis. And Marge is upset by that. She actually wants to – she is playing because she wants to get better. She wants to improve herself. She wants to be better at this sport. And so you have her be upset that she's – they're bad. And it's mostly because of Homer. You show her start practicing by herself. And then maybe Bart accidentally just starts joining in. And then they – she's like, oh, well, actually, Bart's really good. And then you enter. She secretly enters them in a tournament without Homer. Homer notices. He gets jealous, and it never, never does it devolve into Oedipal complexes. It can just be as simple as
1: he's jealous that someone else is spending time with Marge, and he's not, and he let her down. Wow, that's that actually sounds like a decent episode. It, it, it does sound. Like many of an episode that we've seen before, it's very much a Homer and Marge relationship, uh, not ending, but strain episode. But that that would introduce something new and you would get to use the guest star still. Right. And then
0: and then you at the same time, I think a B plot is basically you have a, a some weird of some sibling rivalry between Bart and Lisa and you spin that into Homer going to Lisa to say, will you play me? and he wants to show he wants to show marge that he's good and he's going to show her by beating her at
1: tennis with lisa's help and then you, it, that it's funny that it actually has a good parallel to when uh, homer trained the arcade to get better than bart at the video game right
0: and and then you have a big showdown at the end
1: and then and you still have the
0: celebrity tennis players and maybe as the game goes on marge is starting to get you know, I think you have to put you push Marge, and like she wants to win, she needs to win. So Marge is the person that goes to one of the other players and says, "Please join my team," and she is the last one left. Where you know she's the final one to be replaced by the pros, and she's like, "Wait a second, why did we all? Why is this? Why? Why did I do this? Why are we? Why did we do this?" And it never gets as mean as it does in this episode. It never gets as psychotic with weird nightmares <laughs> about Homer wearing been murdered by Bart. And you just have a simple and like, Oh, that was, this was stupid. And you, and you, they just, they're and they're And they, you could still have the same ending. You don't have necessarily have Homer stealing from Pete Sampras, but you could still have basically the same ending where they just enjoy watching some tennis and, or, or maybe go pack the Marge, Marge, like you have like a little post credit stinger with Marge trying to teach Homer how to play better tennis.
1: Or That would be really funny and possibly sweet if you do it right.
0: Or you have Fat Tony loading up uh, the tennis court on the back
1: of a truck and yanking it out of the house or something. That would be amazing. See, Matt, that isn't that better? That is considerably better. I'm I'm shocked that you were able to make something out of this lump of dung. <laughs> it's the problem is that that
0: that that part is easy. Matt, the idea, the hard part is the actual writing of it, and and finessing jokes into every single nook and cranny of the
1: episode. And that's true, but I feel like that's what Scully and his team of writers were actually good at.
0: N- no, they were good at bad jokes, Matt. I don't. That's the thing. Like you, it's the the finessing is the polishing is okay. This joke's not good enough. Different. Let's get a new joke in this situation. What's better? Let's add another layer to this joke. Let's have a, a reversal and then a reversal and a reversal and then. Return back to the original joke and a, a different appreciation for it, which is what you get in The Golden Years. You get scenes yeah. where you see, you know, a, there's a joke and then there's a reversal on that joke and a reversal on the reversal and then a joke re- that returns to the original premise of the joke and reflects on it. and The Simpsons did better than anyone. They, there's none of that here. It's just a simple like Wiggum threatening a ball boy with a that he's going to take his cookie with a gun. It's yeah. a it's a joke about ball boys running into each other, which is literally a, it's a, like a fifteen second gag of where just we just watch ball boys run into each other. Yeah. Which is like that's like nineteen sixties Tom and Jerry level humor. Like that's I best. I even I, that's the, that's even the bad years. <laughs> Whatever. Um but let, let's 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 move on, Matt. Sound good? Yeah. Please. 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 We can move on to our next thing. It's time for Comments of the News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt. Nerd. Obsessive. Cops of news groups where I come through the old alt.tv. See what people were talking about the week or two after an episode debuted. What they thought of the episode. Any interesting notes that came up. Um, here's. I got some reviews for you, Matt. Hey. I. I'm, I'm trepidatious. They, they they vary wildly. First review. Watching tennis is about as boring as watching paint dry. Only The Simpsons can make watching tennis a laugh riot. The guest stars last night were lacking something, perhaps acting. Otherwise, a pretty good episode.
1: A minus. At least we don't have them explaining their reasoning because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't need, you know, the, the necronomicon of Simpsons reviews. Next, I assume this would be another one of those episodes where Homer does something impulsive and Marge
0: spends the rest of the show scolding him for it. Instead, the show defied and exceeded most of my expectations. Homer is sympathetically portrayed as someone who tries to please his wife but falls short. (laughs) And I liked how Marge and Homer are on the same side, at least to start. Family shifting alliances later in the show held my interest for the second half, and the brief celebrity cameos were pretty funny. The opening act was kind of strange, though. I wish the writers would fix their problems rather than just pointing them out. Good point. On the whole, this was a surprisingly good show. B+. Sure. Sure. Another promising episode ruined by pointless guest star appearances. They had time for a convincing and proper ending. This whole episode was quite promising in parts and could have been a, come a new Lisa on Ice. I even liked some of the meta jokes this time. The sudden jump from Tomb to Tennis and Lisa the Shrink. They choose celebrity over quality once again. And another problem is that they couldn't create a really coherent plot line. It rather seemed to jump from one block of scenes to the next block with a change from the problem of who the family is viewed by other people to a conflict within the people as a slightly disturbing, not the episode-wrecking moment. They still do to give it. say, but no, as long as big names are more tempting than a good story, they won't get higher marks than the C+. Oh, the celebrities are not the problem in this episode. Um, finally, another disappointment. Basing an entire episode around the premise of installing a tennis court? What happened in the enthralling, deep-rooted plots of yesteryear? Every single joke in this episode is about tennis and vicious competition, which you don't expect from a series of this magnitude. I've always frowned on people who complain the characters are taken to extremes that defeat the uh, purpose of a family-oriented comedy. This is episode's depiction of the family was just insulting. Are we supposed to believe that a small tennis court in somebody's back garden is going to draw attention from half the town? Are the writers, try- writers trying to suggest that the family can be torn apart by idle gossip and petty sports? Oh, and whoever played Helen Lovejoy, away with you, never return. Ugh, what a pi- <laughs> what a pile of garbage. F.
1: Well, at least we're not the only ones with good taste.
0: Um, there is a mention of John Rocker here, along with O.J. Simpson, which is really tasteful. Uh, yeah, terrible, actually. Yeah. Um, what what did
1: John Rocker do? I,
0: that name doesn't sound familiar to me. That is why I'm, I I am right here, Matt, ready to help. John Rocker was a pitcher for the Atlanta Braves, a relief pitcher. I received much controversy in the 99 and 2000 seasons when he made racial comments about residents of New York City. The home of the Yankees, the team that beat the Braves in the 99 World Series. He was a John John Rucker was a relief pitcher or closer for the Braves. Uh, He is a uh, a, he's racist and he made he made jokes about uh, how he didn't want to ride ride the subway with the typical people of New York City. Uh, and then he 's doubled down <laughs> over the years uh he's he stopped playing a few years after this um really pitchers do have a expiration date on them, most of them and he he doubled down on his discriminative discriminative beliefs uh over, well, and, glad over, he's gone, and, over and over and over again that 's who John rocker is uh he also uh, Homer mentions earlier Simpson, which does not need uh, anyone 's education about and uh Dorf, who is a comedy golf character <sighs>
1: So basically, Homer is pointing out that sports stars are awful. What so he's getting at there. No, uh, that joke is in reference. I think it's
0: referencing Homer thinking things are terrible. People are funny. Oh, or, OK. Or somehow relating
1: John Rucker to Dorf, which I don't Or O.J. Simpson to Dorf, for that matter. Last night, checked wasn't Dorf a regular sized person uh, basically making fun of uh, little people? E-
0: I I guess. I don't – I haven't put much thought into what Dorf is. I assumed it was just not funny. (laughs) But it could be – Fair enough. It's certainly a regular-sized person playing a little person. Um, The voiceover. Here's an advertisement for you, Matt. I got two ads. Uh, Voiceover. Get ready for extreme tennis when the Simpsons take on Pete Sampras, Andre Agassi, Venus, and Serena Williams. Homer, it's in the bag. Gets hit in the crotch with a ball, and then Homer's pants fly into Marge's hair during the last voiceover. Um, so there you go. The second ad voiceover. Get ready for extreme tennis when the Simpsons is taking on Pete Sampras, and Andre Agassi, Venus and Serena Williams. Serena, you're ditching your daughter? That's awful. Homer, to Venus, you seem less disgusted. Let's go.
1: Well, at least they, uh, yeah, some of the worst parts of the episode in the previews. It's pointed out that
0: there's this big twist in the, at the end of the first act, like, I bet you didn't see that coming. Except all the advertising is all about tennis. So yeah. anyone who saw any of the ads would go, what is going on with this funeral home stuff? Oh, here's tennis. So it doesn't even make sense in the, in the end of the day, because the marketing gives away your little twist.
1: Oh, God. That's all I got, man. I don't think they really consider it a twist. I think they just consider it that's how Simpsons episodes work, is you have two to six minutes of nothing to, before you get to the plot. That's depressing, if that's true. Yep. All right.
0: We okay, can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow.
3: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have
2: a wiener.
0: Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite, favorite Agnes slash Seymour Skinner moment? Uh, tons of great answers, as always. Um, for Chris Seymour, the house is on fire. No, mother, it's just the northern lights. And Rob Rob adds this and the subsequent help, help, uh, from Zach. You're failing, Seymour. What is it about you and failure? Skinner switches from tossing rings at a lamp to a knife. (laughs) Uh, From Hannah. It's okay, son. You did your best. Really, mother? You mean that? I do. Before now, I never knew a mother could love her child. Win or lose, I'm taking you out for pizza and ice cream. and We could sit at the same table. Whoa. After years of codependent, diffused rage, it was nice to see Agnes show a small amount of real affection in her own way. Uh, From Lauren, this always tugged at my heartstrings because it was before Agnes went savage. Uh, You certainly have done awfully well for yourself, Spanky. Mother, please don't call me Spanky on the school grounds. (laughs) Uh, From Brian, Seymour, are you looking at naked ladies? No, mother. You sissy. You sissy. (laughs) Uh, From Abby, I'm not the principal of the line, mother. And you never will be. Uh, From Joe, I owe everything I have to my mother's watchful eye. Oh, there's mother now, watching me. W- what's that? I have a
1: right to be here. It's school business. That sailor, that sailor suit doesn't fit me anymore. I feel like that, that probably shouldn't count because he, his mom isn't even in there. He's
0: it's referencing he's ref- he's referencing his mother. Uh, I know he's referencing. I ca- I counted him. man. I considered it. Uh, from Izzy, lost your spine, huh? Keep finding new ways to disappoint me. Whew! Jeez, Agnes, yeah, yeah. brutal. Uh, from Zach yeah, that's at, the way parents were in the in the, the mid-century I guess so Zach at Zach Kowalski Scares on stage quote-unquote incident During the Brad Goodman lecture at Bart's inner child We're still going antiquing Saturday night Saturday, right mother? <laughs> Rips apart uh, the doll The yeah. Agnes doll From Gareth at Gareth EVs, at EVs Seymour, bring me some ice My fanny is baboon red after that car ride Whew. <laughs> Ooh, <yeah. laughs> Andrew at the Andrew blog my pick is the brief awkward hug between Agnes and the newly dubbed Armin Tamsarian in The Principal and the Pauper. It's a small piece of animation, but one that captures a strange new place each occupies in the other's life now that Seymour isn't Seymour anymore. Who's Armin Tamsarian I don't know. Never heard of the name before. Me neither. Uh, from Danny at King's Fan Danny, Agnes yelling at Skinner slash Armin to get in the car to get back to Springfield when he was staying in that crap shack in Capital City. And it shows that deep down she cares about Seymour.
1: They keep talking, about, they keep talking about Armin. Never heard about that. I don't know. I, I certainly don't want to be tortured. It's true. Or ridden out of town on
0: a train. Matt, exactly. What is your answer?
1: Oh, anyway, uh, my answer is uh, from the also from the principal and the popper. Uh, it's when they're driving by the sign. He says, "Why are we stopping my school, mother? What does it say on that sign?" Says, I don't like your tone. <laughs> and then later he tells her that she is the master of deception for smacking him. So that's 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 a good summation of their relationship. I I
0: I will I'm gonna I take the you're failing Seymour. What is it about you and failure and Skinner throwing the the gag of him switch the right. they, the camera pan, the camera pan from him trying to get this terrible lamp that he'll never catch, and then him throwing the rings at it that knife, the giant Bowie knife, perfect delightful. I love it. It's, it's actually, it's, it, I think it does a good job of of demonstrating that repressed rage that Skinner, that Skinner has and deep and down inside of him. Next week's question, inspired by today and all of season 12, what is the most inane plot device in an episode?
1: Guys, there are a lot of choices for this, so go wild.
0: I'm going to have to really think about it, honestly. Um... I will I also, when I say plot device, you could, there's plenty of characters that also are, are viable answers. Does not have to be a MacGuffin. It could just be some terrible guest character. That is perfectly uh, acceptable as well. I will post this question on all our social media Facebook.com slash The Simpsons Show Pod, Twitter at Simpson Pod, and you can email us at Simpsons Pod at gmail.com. With that, Matt, we can move on to our next segment. It is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge.
2: I am Desmart. I am too smart, S M R T.
0: I mean S M A R R T. The Dogu Trivia Challenges where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions: one easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other. Matt has a five point lead on me through this season. It's this. That's that's disappointing. Robbie, I believe in you. I, you got this. Are you ready for an easy question, Matt?
1: Uh, I'm ready. Who visits Springfield in a star? Is Burns. Uh, that is Jay Sherman, the critic.
0: That is correct.
1: All right, all of your questions today are from "They Saved Lisa's Brain." Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in "They Saved Lisa's Brain," what group is Lisa invited to join? Mensa. You are correct. The elite of the intelligentsia.
0: Yeah. Of course, that's not true. Uh, your medium question, Matt. All these are from a is Burns. What are the movie? What are the movies entered into the film festival,
1: and who made them?
0: There, okay. There are 5 of them.
1: Okay. Um there is a Burns for All Seasons by Mr. Burns. Uh man getting hit by football uh by uh uh Hans Moleman. Uh there is Pukahontas by Barney. Um This is my medium question. Jesus. I was a little torn between
0: I I actually re- re- moved the medium to the hard and the hard to the medium.
1: Um, okay what other you got three out of five I know those are the three easy ones I have no idea what the other two are because um, it's only at the end when Jay is announcing them that they all came up come up right
0: no they they the, when it's kind of like it's like two-thirds of the way three-fifths of the way through the episode when they all watch all of them in a row Um, and then there's a, the debate the about who actually
1: won and all oh. that Dang, why can't I remember the other two should have made this your hard one, man. I had no chance at this. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um. Oh God. Obviously those three, but what are the other two. All right, I give up. I'm not going to waste your time. The other two are Mo Better Booze, of course, by Mo, and Bright Lights Beef Jerky by Apu. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mo one I should have gotten. I probably would have never remembered the Apu one. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I my went. My reasoning meant was, which one would I be more likely to know? And I went, this. Okay. I'd be more likely to know the answers to the film festival question. So I made the medium question. All right. Fair enough. All well, right. It, it, it's mid-afternoon, I don't know man. why
1: I'm yawning, because you're making me talk all of a sudden. That's why it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, your medium question. Who has the highest IQ in the Springfield Mensa chapter, and what is it? Oh, God. Well, I'm
0: trying, let me think of the members. We have Lindsay Nagel, We have Comic Guy. We have Dr. Hibbert. Lisa, Dr. Frank, I think that's it. There might be one other person I'm forgetting, but I think that's it. Um, the high is 280. I think there's another member. There's one member that has over 200. I'm going to say it's Professor Frank, and he's 210.
1: Well, you're half right. It is Professor Frank, but it is 199 and by the end of the episode, is 197 Oh, because... He his head, you see, <laughs> and that reduces
0: your IQ. I guess that's fair. You have to measure that. He's able to, like, s- m- measure his own IQ just from... In real head, time. F- in real time from head trauma. Yeah. There's not, not one of them over 200? I'm almost surprised by that.
1: Uh, no, only Stephen Hawking is uh, over 200, and his is 280.
0: Yeah, perfect. Whatever that's worth. Yeah. IQ scores are worthless. Um, your
1: hard hard question, man. What awards has Jay Sherman won? Okay, um, People's Choice Award, uh, four Golden Globes, two Pulitzer prizes, and he takes Homer's belching contest award from him uh, because he is better than that. He's won two Pulitzers. Okay, he's, he's won a People's Choice Award. Mm-hmm. He's won five Golden Globes. Five Golden Globes. Shoot, and he's won an Emmy. Oh, it was an Emmy. Okay, I wasn't sure that Emmy was in there. He has nerds. (laughs) He has what an Emmy. I am worried about my hard
0: question, considering the difficulty of my medium question.
1: Okay, when the members of Mensa learn they are now in charge of the town, what places do they aspire to it to be? Also, Chief Wigum.
0: Let's see, Shangri La, uh, a Walden, Walden Two, a modern day Candyland. (laughs) <laughs> from chief wagon i believe is what he says um how many could, do i get a number how many they say uh,
1: there are three well, that was three it was is that right then <laughs> is that your answer that is my final answer yes matt okay I, I unfortunately it is not correct it is uh it's a utopia which is technically a place but it's also a concept so i didn't count that one uh it is a new athens walden two and yes chief wickham says a real candy land but shangri-la is not one of them hmm
0: when, who said, there's, I'm thinking of another episode where they talk about shangri they say a Shangri-La somewhere at some point. It's technically possible. Uh, I'm sure they've uttered the word Shangri-La in The Simpsons at one point. Yeah. What was the aside from Walden 2 and Candyland, what was the third? New Athens. New Athens. Is that, is that, do people actually have like, like a longing for that type of environment?
1: I mean, uh, New Athens, uh, I'm, I'm sure they do mainly because of the basically the myth of Athens, of, of its place of learning. You know, they just live out the slavery and misogyny and, you know, class warfare and whatnot. They don't, they don't count that. Just the fact that, oh, yeah, it was a democracy and people were were big on, on learning. They just remember that. And, and Walden, too. I don't know. I don't want to sit in the woods and just, you know, relax. That sounds like torture to me. <laughs>
0: just you're just supposed to contemplate life, man. That's all that Walt. you're just supposed I to... do
1: plenty of that on the toilet. Have
0: you <laughs> <laughs> have you read Thoreau at all? I have not okay you well, you wouldn't like it. uh, I have some bonus questions for you, Matt. All right. These are from John. These are all millhouse quotes. Give me the episode that they occur in remember Alf he's back in pog form. uh Bart sells his soul, correct. Step over this line and say that I'll kick your butt at Nintendo.
1: Um, oh what's the name of it? It's the the Lemon Tree episode. Um, I cannot accept oh, that as an answer, Matt. I know, I know. I'm trying to think of what the oh, what what is that? It was um, uh, what's the episode name? Uh,
0: has lemon in it.
1: Uh, it's a, it's a lemon in it. Uh, lemon, 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 lemon.
0: It has to do with the fact that they lemon of Troy. That's there what there you go. You got it. Next quote. What, well, but we already did it. It took us seven hours, but we did it. It's <laughs> radioactive,
1: <done>. man. <laughs> correct. am not going to make you go through that long quote.
0: Wow. I bet if God wore pants, he'd have a belt like that. Oh, man. Um, <laughs>
2: that gets oh,
0: gets
1: beat up um he's ragging on your core dude yeah yeah is that the boxing episode with homer um it's not homer the great no, no, that, that's the uh the stonecutter one mm-hmm. um oh mo i got nothing i cannot remember the name for the life of me
0: the homer they fall the homer they fall oh, Freaking course okay your next quote. So by waking up a little early and having some extra sheets handy, no one's the wiser.
1: <sighs> um oh, uh the, the oh the the kids news one. Um it's not kid news kids news. It's um God, I'm so bad with names lately, my brain is just not working anymore. Season twelve. I don't
0: know it's season twelve, man, that's what happened to you.
1: Yeah, apparently. Um I got nothing. I, I know the episode, but I have no idea what the name is. Girly edition is the name of the episode. Girly edition, of course. And finally,
0: remember when you ate my goldfish and then you lied to me and said I never had any goldfish? But why did I have the bowl, Bart? Why did I have the bowl? I believe that's the canine mutiny. That is correct. Oh phew. That is correct. You you got most of them, Matt. You just didn't know the names of episodes. So yeah. Cool. you 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 I, you you most you got them mostly right. You didn't get them Jeopardy right? but you knew the answer but i got some like horseshoes right yeah exactly um matt still has a five point lead over me i need to do better it's me i need to do better Uh uh just blame yourself that's that's the best option it is largely how i've lived most of my life matt we can move on to our final segment segment every single episode with it is time for best episode ever best episode ever Best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as you watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of uh, every episode ever and how good they are. So, Matt, how bad is this episode?
1: Hmm. It's 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 pretty, pretty bad. It's, um, it's, as you it's, said before, it's very, 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 very bad. You're correct. Uh, as you said before, uh, it is it makes way just Behind a Star look good. So, okay. The real question is: I think it's worse than Homer versus Dignity. Would you be with me there? That's the question to me. Is is right there? It's Homer versus Dignity above. It's a mad, 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 mad Marge. I'm not sure if it's better or worse than Homer versus Dignity. Me either, because I think it's better than it's a mad, 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 mad Marge. Because I feel like that's just character assassination against Marge and <laughs> women in general. I mean, I that's my problem with Homer versus Dignity as well. It's just it is just.
0: It ha- it, I feel... Home Reverse Dignity and this episode feel very similar. In that they are absolutely insane. They jump from plot and story to plot to story. The scenes are totally disconnected from each other. They have, like, the vaguest idea of how to write these characters. Home Reverse Dignity does have the panda scene. And that's the thing that is catching me. Because it is so... there's There's... Nothing in this episode that is so terrible as that, but as a whole, I think this is is plotted worse
1: and is written worse and is lazier. Yeah, and it just it just this this one inspires more rage than Homer versus Dignity, so I would say that Homer versus Dignity is better than this. Even with the panda, even with the panda, I think this one is more offensive. Yeah, I can get. I can. I, I, mean, I I'm mainly going by rage generated while watching. <laughs> I mean you have
0: to you have to kind of, you have to have some sort of metrics. It's important. Yeah. Um all right. So that puts Tennis the Menace. At episode two, number two forty-one on our list. Um I think it's number what, fifty-one now. no, 47, 48, forty forty-ninth in or no, even I'm looking at the wrong place. I, excuse me. I was right the first time. Fifty it is is fifty. First, I think, in post Golden Year's rankings, which makes it like th- it's it is three from the bottom right now. There's only three episodes worse than it currently on our list. Um, it's a mad, 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 mad Marge, Missionary Impossible, and Kill the Alligator Run. Those are the only episodes worse than this, and they are all also truly abysmal. Yep, just terrible. Um, Hummer's enemy is still number one on the list, and Kill the Alligator Run is still in last place. Holding tight, although it's every week is competition. Yeah. This week's this next week's episode, Matt, is Day of the Jackanapes.
1: That's a sideshow Bob episode, right? It is. It is indeed a sideshow Bob episode. Which I don't. I don't remember. I, I remember being okay, not great.
0: Says it's a Manchurian Candidate based episode. I like the Manchurian Candidate. Who doesn't? Probably some people. Probably. But that's next week. Maybe maybe it'll be better. Maybe it won't. I don't know anymore. I don't know anything anymore. I mean, it's Sideshow Bob, so it's, it's got to be at least a little bit better, right? Right. I don't think it has Are to right? be. I don't think it has to be anything, Matt. That's a
1: good point. We'll never know. We'll never know. Uh,
0: you can find this list at our website. dot com. Links to everything there, to our Facebook tour, to Twitter tour, our RSS feed, to our Patreon. If you want to help out the show, uh, support... Uh, Uh, The hosting costs, all that stuff. Get some bonus content along the way. Check that out. Um, That'll do it for us today. Before we go, you can find me on uh, Twitter, at Robbie Dorman. Check out my website. It's RobbieDorman.com, where you can purchase my book. My debut novel just came out. You can get that on Amazon or wherever they sell books. Um, Check out my podcast, Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books, serial fanatics. It's about lots of nerdy stuff. The last episode is about The Dark Tower by Stephen King, me, with the We started it with the first book, The Gunslinger, me and Matt, talking about gunslinging.
1: Gunslinging and getting kids killed. And using hawks as weapons. Which seems like a cheat, but you know. That's ah, just...
0: no, no, lo- no rules, love of war. Isn't that what they say? It's something like that. Some mixture of those words and in a certain order? Right. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him.
1: Uh, that is true. Uh, however, I have, uh, recently been working with lasers. Uh, so what you'll need to do is just fire a laser at the moon. I have set up a series of reflectors, uh, because I'm the only person who's been on the moon in the past, you know, 30, 40 years. Uh, so yeah, just, uh, look up there, shoot a laser. They're all designed, no matter where you are, they will reflect to me. So please low power lasers only. Why not high powered? Well, cause then it would blow up my house. Or actually just my receiver, but still.
0: So no real, no real problem. Let me go get my super powered laser and aim it at the moon. I'll be back.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, because this is not a, this is not a a somehow uh, plan to get you to blow up yourselves. Not at all. Hmm. I don't trust you anymore, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching
0: The Simpsons. Except this one. Well, yeah, don't. Don't. Shh.